Hey, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Chill Highway Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily ministry of our church, an opportunity that we have every day to share God's Word with you. The Bible says to keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And we know that we keep our hearts as we wash our hearts with the Word of God. We are in a series now in the book of Mark. The book of Mark's a book of action. And I know that there'll be messages and truths from God's Word that'll be a big help to you. Thanks for listening. We're praying for you. God bless you. Jesus Christ came to earth. He took on the form of man. He took on a vessel of clay. And He paid the price for our sins. That man that day learned of the sacrifice of Calvary. He learned what Jesus would do. He learned that there was healing available, and he learned that that healing could only come one way, through the shedding of blood. The second bird was let go with the blood on him. Christ rose from the dead. This man learned that the blood was required, that healing was available. Then he was declared clean. After the sacrifice, he was declared clean. But after the sacrifice... God had something else for this man to do. What was he to do? It's strange, and I wouldn't dare begin to try to make some spiritual uh, connection with every little point. I'm sure there is one, but it's above my pay grade. And I'll learn more about that in heaven. I'm trying to learn more now. But God had a purpose. What was he trying to teach this man? Well, for the next seven days, this man would do something that was very unusual for a man in the east. He'd shave his beard. He'd shave his face. He'd shave his eyebrows. He'd shave his head. And he would clean up really good. And for seven days, he'd do something that's kind of odd. He was declared clean already, and he could be back in the city around the people, but he wasn't allowed to go to the house. (laughs) He'd stay outside for seven days. I don't understand why, but I'll just tell you something. I don't have to understand everything that the Lord wants me to do. I don't have to understand why God wants me to wait sometimes when I want to go. I don't have to understand why God would allow this trouble to happen in my life when I sure wouldn't pick that. But I'll tell you, I've learned something. I may not understand it all, but God is faithful. And God will keep His Word, and God will take care of me. And this man, after being declared clean, what did he have to do? He had to submit himself to personally obey and serve God, God's way, according to God's Word. Now, I tell you what, you talk about a valuable lesson. You can't ever be a faithful witness. You can't ever be an effective minister of the gospel until you've decided that you'll be willing to humble yourself and obey God and do things God's way and have the proper authority in your life. God had a lesson for the leper. After seven days had passed, the eighth day, the leper would take three lambs to the priest. They'd be slain for three different offerings. To the Lord, at the conclusion, something unique happens. The priest dip his finger in the blood of the lamb. He'd apply some to the top of the right ear. 
He'd apply some blood to the thumb on this on the leper's right hand. He'd apply some blood to the big toe on his right foot. Then he'd take oil, the oil that was brought for the sacrifice. He'd take that same oil and he'd apply the oil on top of the blood, on the ear, on the thumb, and on the toe. Now, I don't know what all that means. I'm trying to learn. But I do know that's exactly what God told Moses to do to anoint the priests of God. Moses anointed the priests of God and he took the blood and applied it to the ear, to the thumb, to the toe of the priest. He took the oil and he applied it to the ear, to the thumb, and to the toe of the priest. To anoint the priest. Here's what I believe the Lord wants us to know. And he wanted that leper to know that you once was a leper destined, condemned to death because of your disease. You've been miraculously healed by the Master. You must obey His Word and be faithful to Him. And God has made you a priest before Him. One of the greatest truths we can ever get a hold of as Christians is the fact that we are priests before God, the priesthood of the believer. Do you know that you're a priest before God? When I got saved, I became a priest. For What's that mean? In the Old Testament, the priest was the only person that could go into the presence of God. We confessed our sin to the priest. The priest was our intercessor between God. When Jesus died on the cross, the temple veil rent in twain. And we all, all of us who have been put under the blood of the Savior, have access to the Holy of Holies into the presence of God because we are priests with God. Do you know what Jesus wanted this man to know? Hey, listen, leper, you're excited today because your skin is clean and the swords are gone. But I want you to know something. A little bit further down the road, something else is going to happen, and eventually you're going to die. But here's the good news. Not only were you healed from your leprosy, but the blood has been applied and your sin debt has been paid in full. And you've been healed from your leprosy, and that's good. But life is coming, and it's going to seem difficult. You're going to say, why in the world would you want me to shave off this beautiful beard and live outside for seven days? There's going to come times when you deal with great trouble and grief, and your heart's going to be broken. You're not going to understand why. But if you'll just obey my word and you'll stay faithful to me, I'm going to prove myself over and over and over again. And the tides of emotions will rise and fall. But I'm going to be faithful through it all. And by the way, from now on, you're a priest with me. You're a priest with God. You'll never be alone. I'm with you. 
You have direct access to me. And no matter what happens in this life, if the leprosy comes back, Jesus is still on the throne of your heart. And when you face the troubles of life, God is still in control. And you have a direct connection to me because you're a priest. And Jesus wanted that leper saved by the grace of God, healed from this terrible disease to go to the priest and learn some truth that would help him be the witness and be the testimony that he ought to be from that point forward. You know what we like to do? Somebody of notoriety comes to faith in Christ. I would be guilty of the same thing. Somebody of notoriety comes to Christ, some famous person. You know what we want to do? We want to put them on a pedestal. And we want everybody to say, say, hey, look, he accepted Christ. And we want, we put microphones in their faces and we say, hey, tell us about it. And I've seen lots of popular people come to faith in Christ and they rise and they fall because they've never been taught anything. And I've seen a lot of people who get saved but they never get discipled and they never grow in the truth. And the first time a wave of emotion comes through, it knocks them right down and Satan has them where they want, where he wants them. And I don't want to be guilty of that. And Jesus said, hey, leper, I want to teach you something. I want to help you with something. He said, don't tell a soul. He said, but go down to the priest because there's a lesson to be learned. The Bible says in verse number 44, See thou say nothing to any man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priest, and offer for thy cleansing those things which Moses commanded, for a testimony unto them. He says, if you really care about those folks, you're going to obey me, and you're going to learn, and God's going to use you in a mighty way. Verse number 45, but... He went out and began to publish it much and to blaze abroad the matter insomuch that Jesus could no more openly enter into the city. But was without in desert places and they came to him from every quarter. This man's disobedience hindered the work of Christ. His intentions, I believe, were pure. I had to tell him. But he wasn't prepared. I don't want to ever hinder anybody's zeal. But I would like to encourage that we all grow and learn and know the Word of God. Oh my. When we have that close relationship to Jesus Christ, we can weather any storm. And we'll see Him be effective and faithful. There have been lots of folks through the years make big splashes in the name of the Lord. But you know something about a big splash? It's soon gone. I also know lots of people who've made a lot of little splashes for a long time. Some of the most effective, how's the Bible say it? Testimonies for the Lord, have come from people that you know very little about. Pastors who've stood in pulpits 
preach funerals, visit hospitals, Sunday school teachers who've done their part with a small group, nursery workers, mothers, fathers, but who've said, you know what? Jesus saved my soul. I'm rooted and grounded in Him, and I'm going to be all I can be for God. I want to be a testimony for the Lord, testimony of His faithfulness. One of the greatest pieces of advice I ever received, Garland Blevins is his name. Garland's been in heaven for many years. He was a meat cutter for who knows how long at the Piggly Wiggly in Chilhowee, Virginia. I let it be known at church that God had called me to preach. I was just a teenager, 15 years old, I think. The night that I let the church know that I believe God wanted me to preach, I walked by Garland, and he was faithful. He was always there teaching Sunday school, praying, serving the Lord in our local church. He grabbed me as I began to walk through the auditorium there at Chihuahua Baptist Church. and He looked at me and said, Cody? I said, yes, sir. He said, calm your zeal with knowledge. Keep your zeal. It's good. He said, but calm your zeal with knowledge. You know what Jesus said to that man this day? He said, calm your zeal with knowledge. I want to teach you something that's going to help you to be the testimony that you want to be, more than just a big flash in the pan, but a testimony that will last for the rest of your life and will reap dividends for all of eternity. That's what the Lord wants us to know, I believe from this portion of Scripture. May God help us to be followers of Him. Let's pray. Thank you for listening to this message from the book of Mark. We're sure excited about the many opportunities that we have at the Chihuahua Baptist Church to share content with you. If you'd like to hear more of the same, more messages from God's Word, other series from different books of the Bible, you can find us at chillhowiebaptistchurch.com or you can get our app on the App Store, Chillhowie Baptist Church. And we're so thankful that you've listened today. God bless you.